Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, and self-defense. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Pelkey, and Michael Schwartz. This is Gun Sports Radio. I love that song. Yeah. You like that? Hell yeah. Yeah, I dug that up just for you guys. <laughs> hey, this is Gun Sports Radio. You are listening to Michael Schwartz. I'm Dave Stahl. This is FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. Show 128, if you can believe that. Hey, we want to thank Gun Range San Diego for all their support. 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego. Go to the, the Gun Range. SanDiego.com, TheGunRangeSanDiego.com for all your gun needs, training, schools, classes, you name it, they do it. Check these guys out. Also, Trident Gunsmithing, if you're into hunting and you want to learn everything there is to know about the hunting laws, learn how to cook, believe it or not, and you've got shotguns or any other type of hunting uh, uh, firearms, Trident Gunsmithing is where you need to be. Go to www.TridentGunsmithing.com or call them at 858 577 0576. All right. Mr. Uh, Pelkey is not in today. He is, him and his lovely wife have taken a little time off. So I've got the one and only, Mr. Schwartz. How are you doing, sir? Fantastic. Yeah. How are those Green Bay guys doing? Oh, oh right you playing. had to. I had to bring me. You had up. to go right there. <laughs> ouch. Ouch. The ouch, ouch. But anyway, you got a special guest on the line. Who do you have? I have a very special guest. Um, she is uh, very awesome. She's a Second Amendment advocate, and she uh, really focuses in on women and uh, uh, issues that uh, they have regarding Second Amendment and getting them into shooting and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, Desiree, are you there? I am. Good afternoon. Good afternoon How are you? to all both of you. Good. I'm great. How are you guys? Hey, aren't you, aren't you uh, real surprised uh, that uh, there's a gun show in California? <laughs> Uh, am I surprised? Yeah. <laughs> no, there should be gun shows in California. Yeah. The yeah. radio wave should be full of them. I know, but I mean, it's just so funny that, you know, you don't normally, you know, you don't normally hear of a gun show in California, but we try to do our level best to educate the masses. Uh, straight straight news, no, no fake news, nothing, you know, no guesses or no, you know, innuendos, just the actual fact <laughs> of the matter. And we're so glad to have somebody from the NRA call in and you are the women's outreach coordinator so from that point of view what is, what is your job what do you actually do hi actually up until this past year in the middle of the past year i was the women's outreach coordinator for the members councils which are the the california grassroots of the nra mm, okay so they are they are run by somebody who works for the evp's office so they're under the evp's umbrella for the NRA, under Wayne LaPierre's uh, umbrella. Yeah. And what's EVP? The Executive Vice President, which is Wayne LaPierre. So he has an administrator that works full-time in California at the grassroots level with members councils. They're called the NRA Member Councils of California. And I was the coordinator for their women's committee for the state. Part, part of your work as a volunteer is yeah. you actually well, were the founder of the uh, of the Women's Outreach Committee. And what, what was the catalyst for that? What made you... Uh, uh, come up with that great idea. Well, coming here from, I'm I'm not a California native. I'm from Montana. But coming here, 
I was volunteering at gun shows, and women would approach me and say, the firearms, I don't have firearms, they're scary, this is my dad's thing, this is my husband's thing, it's my boyfriend's thing, and I stepped forward and said, there has to be something for women here to get involved. I'm, I'm an NRA member, I'm pro-firearms, and pro-hunting, and all my kids know how to shoot, and I said, let me do something. So I jumped in, got this thing going with Women's Outreach, and we were starting to spread like wildfire. So we have a lot of women now that are involved that never were involved. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Now, when you say involved, what kind of thing, what kind of activities do you guys uh, typically do? We do laser events. We do binary programs. So we've done women on target and refuse to be a victim. My goal is and was to get more women as certified instructors in firearms. And we've had a lot of success there. We have luncheons. We help promote Eddie Eagle, the gun safety mascot. So we just we get out there and we kind of just help volunteer and get different things going to get more women active. And, and therefore, children come into the program, too. They're learning at a young age that firearms are not the bad, the bad thing that the media is putting out there. Yeah, so social events and educational <laughs> events and political events and community building. Yeah. It sounds like you guys do a ton of community building events. We do. And most of the events that they, they have done are open to the public. So we outreach. It's called outreach. So we're outreaching to other people, bringing them in, showing them who the NRA is, who their local groups in California are, telling them to get involved. And and it's really working. They're seeing that we're, we're gals, we're active, we're fun, we're not scary. And it's making them be passionate about it too. Now, what would you like to accomplish if you could? If you could, if you look down the road five years or ten years, what would what what big accomplishment would you like to see in in Southern California when it comes to the Second Amendment or women in the Second Amendment or or you know what's um, what's your big uh, dream? Man, man, I you know I think there's a chance for a revival in the hearts and minds of the two A supporters in California. I know they're out there. I would love to see more women in the leadership roles of of politicians, um, school boards, city councils, all 2A. I would love to see them more 2A supporting, helping the education get into schools. I think there's a huge chance at revival for getting more women opportunities to defend themselves. Um, I would just love to see a revival, getting politicians from the larval stage and making them something great that would give us an opportunity to fight at the state level. And you, now you're somebody who uh, came from out of state, from Montana. Montana tends to yeah. be very pro Second Amendment. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you have seen, uh, you know, kind of the inner workings of parts of of some of the, you know, the NRA. And and you're yes. a very mm-hmm. smart lady and very motivated and very knowledgeable. Um, what do you, what's your impression of California or in Southern California? You know, coming from that background and, and jumping right into the fight and kind of seeing, you know, volunteers and seeing employees and, and you know, seeing the way everything works, you know, what, what's some feedback? What are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? Or what are your impressions? Oh, man, what a what a world of difference coming from kind of the land of milk and honey as far as firearms go and coming here and have to register firearms and none of your CCWs are good. Just a whole nother atmosphere it was really eye-opening um jumping right into something 2a especially working with the nra i think what's lacking is a face a face in california faces in california 
Um, I think it's kind of like some of the political parties where you have too many people, but you're not sure which one is the real deal or which one has your best interest at heart. Um, I think a lot of the political stuff has has changed in the last 20 years because of lack of leadership in the 2A in California. Hmm. Interesting. I honestly, uh, one of the reasons, probably the biggest reasons that San Diego County gun owners and now Orange County gun owners exists is, uh, I described it very similar. There was a, a vacuum of leadership when it yeah. came to Second Amendment issues. So, well, the big reason I'm having you on the show today, I've been wanting you to come on the show for a while, but we are having you on today because you are our very special guest speaker at all of our meetings this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday at Gunfighter Tactical, Wednesday at uh, Cal Customs up in Fallbrook, and then uh, Thursday down in Chula Vista at the uh, uh, Outback Steak, Steakhouse. And you're going to talk yeah. to folks. Uh, can, you, can you touch on a little bit of, of the message you're, you're bringing to, your, to the meetings? I do want to talk to the, the folks about, you know, just because we lost one of the battles, they, can't, they shouldn't give up hope. A loss is just an encouragement to keep going. It may seem like a big loss in the state with all of the gun laws coming down the pipeline, but that should just give more motivation and more opportunity to take a stand and make a name and make your appearance because it's going to be surprising when they see all of these people come back fighting. I'll tell them a little bit about some of the ladies I've encountered and what has changed their minds towards firearms. Um, we've had Las Vegas shooting survivors and, and other similar women show up and need that reassurance and to be unafraid. And I want to talk about some of the strides that have been made just because people want to go out and get involved. All right. That's Desiree, awesome. thank you very much. And hopefully you will not be a stranger. We'd love to have you back on down the road. Yeah, and thank that, you for having me. Thank you so much. And I don't know if you ever get a chance to talk to Wayne, but if you do, Tell him that him and I used to do radio a gun show about three years ago here in San Diego, oh, cool. and he was a special guest. And if he could ever take the time to call back in, we'd love to chat with him. Yeah, I I know Wayne is is two A all the way. <laughs> Wayne has has a heart for two A, and he always will. All right, kiddo. All right, thank you very much. You have a great day. Thank you both, and I'll see you, Mike, this week. See you Tuesday. All right, bye-bye. All right, folks, this is Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Sports Radio. This is FM 96.1 AM 1170. I'm Dave, and he is Mr. Schwartz. Hey, how can you make your AR rifle legal and keep your features? Well, if you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, four grips, and still have a uh, detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you're buying a new AR or have a to make your current AR compliant, Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all the horrible California gun laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. That's Cali Key, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y dot com. Hey, do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearms, or other weapons for personal protection? Well, do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what is your plan to pay for bail and the expensive lawyer costs? 
Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection for less than $10 a month. You will have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection, firearmslegal.com, firearmslegal.com. All right, need a gun lawyer? We got him. John Dillon from Gatsky Dillon and Balance LLP. It's your one-stop shop. If John can't fix it, nobody can. Go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com. Now, that's cafirearmslaw.com. Don't get it mixed up with the legal guys. But you may get a call, and you might get Dylan as your representative. But you can call him at 760-431-9501. All right, Mr. Happy, how are you today? Couldn't be better. Oh, you're talking to him. Yeah, I'm talking to Dylan. because he's, he's a never... Mr. Happy. I'm thrilled. Well, you're talking... always Mr. Happy. Dylan's always bringing his bad news. Yeah, I'm, I'm always happy, but I generally do bring bad news. Uh, At least you're honest. That is correct. <laughs> um, well, before I, I do bring more bad news to the table, I do want to jump on uh, the conversation you guys are just having, uh, listening in. Uh I would say the main problem for California uh, and California gun owners specifically, uh, and I'm going to steal a line from uh, the great Shawshank Redemption movie, but we've become institutionalized in this state (laughs) uh, in the sense that California's had so many amazingly uh, restrictive laws with regard to firearms. Many of the people that own firearms in California who grew up in California I literally know nothing but these crazy yeah. restrictions. And so to them, it, oh, this is just how it is. And it, it's not given a second thought. But when you, you know, interact with people outside of the state, when you move out of the state or when people come into the state from moving from other, uh, you know, states in the country, uh, it, they are shocked and appalled by uh, everything that they have to do and comply with in order to exercise a fundamental right. I mean, it is truly laughable. When you talk to someone who is in the gun community that's not from California, uh, they shake their heads uh, and in disbelief when you start discussing some of the laws we have here uh, because, you know, up till this point, it's something that they've never even heard of. So that's our problem. We're institutionalized. People don't realize how far this state's gone in stripping away your rights. I couldn't agree more, John. And, you know, just adding on to that, um, for years, we Californians get criticism from people from other states saying, oh, gee, how could you let this happen? And I would have fought back and I would have done this. And then you see a state like a, a pro uh, Second Amendment state like Florida, you know, they, they banned adults who are 18, 19 and 20 from buying guns. They uh, they extended their uh, uh, wait periods. And what did Floridians do? I mean, for years, you know, the, your your uh, average Florida gun owner would make fun of Californians for not fighting back. Well, all those California laws are going across the nation. And for, like I said, for example, Florida just passed some horrible California-style gun laws. And what did they do? Nothing. They did nothing. Marco, Marco Rubio introduced red flag law in Florida recently. And, you know, this, this is supposed to be a Republican conservative gun rights uh uh, activist that uh, is introducing laws that take away your fundamental rights based off of accusations and not based off of due process. Exactly. Uh, 
it's something people always, you know, that a lot of people jump ship and, you know, leave California saying, like, I'm not dealing with this stuff. But, you know, it, it's a cancer that spreads, unfortunately, and many states uh, have already been plagued with the stuff that's coming out of California. And that's exactly what I wanted to talk about today. Generally, I, I discuss California regulations and uh, in general, but Again, on the federal level, through Congress, we're getting, uh, you know, we have the Democrat-run House, and so they're starting to introduce California-style gun control laws, which are, uh, you know, going to be heavily supported on the left Democrat side. So uh, people need to start paying attention and, and realize what is to come if they don't start standing up for their own rights. So... To just give a, a quick summary of what's getting discussed right now, uh, we have the, the universal background check is uh, being pushed again, where, you know, in general, we already have a background check anytime you buy any gun from uh, a licensed dealer, you know, a gun shop. Uh, regardless of the state you're in, you have to go through a background check when you buy from dealer. In some states, between residents of the state, same states, or private party who aren't individually prohibited, uh, they don't require background checks. Uh, generally, that's to allow for you know to you to sell to your brother or your buddy, someone you know that uh, isn't prohibited. It, you know, because in general, people don't just sell guns to uh, sketchy strangers. Uh, it's a, an odd thing to do. But uh, just. To give a good example of why this background check push is pointless, uh, you know, there was a recent John Hopkins study that came out uh, that specifically studied California's background check law. Yeah. And they found and concluded that the, the law had no impact on gun death in, yeah. in California whatsoever. I couldn't believe, so, could you believe the source, John Hopkins? I mean, it, it's not like that was some right wing. You know, it wasn't like it was, you know, Fox News and, you know, right. did a survey. I mean, this is exactly. John Hopkins. Well, hey, John, don't you agree? That, I mean, because it's funny when I hear you talk about, you know, the laws in California, it reminds me of the automotive industry. You know, if the law can be passed in California and stick, it heads east. And that's what the right. other states are waiting for to see if it sticks. We're the guinea pigs. And if we can pull these ridiculous laws off. On our on our on our uh, you know fine people that live here, then the rest of the states say, okay, well, hey, California went through all the hoops. They didn't get sued. They didn't get. Let's go ahead and implement it. And I really think they use us as a guinea pig. Oh, of course, it, it starts in California. Then, then it'll spread. Actually, it'll hop over to the the, the East Coast and some of the, the more extreme liberal states like New Jersey, New York, out there. Once it gets passed out there, then they have a solid foundation on both sides of the country, and then it starts to slowly spread inward from there. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. Now that's what we're seeing, um, and, and it is inevitable unless people start uh, making real opposition and really paying attention. Uh, the next law that's being discussed... Hey, John, before, is, before you move on, I, I yeah. just wanted to ask you... Um, maybe, uh, maybe kind of a hard question, or, or maybe even from a, you know, kind of playing devil's advocate... Um, as far as universal background checks, which we already have that here in California, and you and I agree, they're not, uh, you know, it's been scientifically proven that they're not really useful. Um, what do you, uh, but what do you think, do they, do they infringe? I mean, here's the question. Here's the big hard question. Do, do they infringe on a person's right to keep and bear arms? Uh, 
Well, from a legal perspective, you have, uh, you know, we're, I always cite back to DCV Teller. And, and under that decision, uh, they discussed how certain laws are presumptively valid and that is laws prohibiting, you know, uh, the mentally disabled, uh, you know, ruled by court mentally disabled or uh, felons from purchasing and owning firearms. So in that sense, it is a mechanism to determine whether or not someone is a felon or not. Right. Uh, however, the way it's used uh, in reality, it's used for registration purposes uh, to conduct, to get registry lists of who owns what firearms. We've seen in California, a perfect example of how this spreads, and it's not, it's not just for background checks, is we're about to start having background checks for ammunition purchases in California. Yep. And they're going to record the type of ammunition you buy, the make, the mo- like the, the caliber, the amount of ammunition you buy. So it's like come you know August of this year, Michael Swartz, who goes shooting every weekend, uh, has to buy you know a couple hundred rounds of ammunition to go to the range every time because yep. uh, he likes to go out with friends. So uh, there's going to be a database with Michael Swartz, and uh, you know a year or two from now, it'll say that you have twenty thousand rounds of ammunition. And, and this is the big problem, and I'm going to jump to the red flag laws being proposed uh, and the red flag law, laws we have in California. These are laws which strip people of fundamental rights, allow police to search your home, come in, search your home with a warrant, seize your firearms without going through any court process, without being accused of a crime, all right? And in some states, and like California... The, the fact that you have firearms, you recently acquired firearms or ammunition, can be considered evidence to get this disarmament order, this this uh, this warrant to search your house. So a good example of why these registrations and these registries are horrendous is, let's say you have a crazy neighbor and they call the cops saying that you threatened them when, you know, you didn't. Uh Police go online, they search through the registry, and they say, oh, Michael Schwartz has this many guns. Oh, look at that. He has 40,000 rounds. Because under this registry, there's no way to determine whether or not you used the ammunition, whether you still kept it. So they'll look at that. They'll say, hey, he has 40,000 rounds. He has a couple guns. And someone just said he threatened someone. All right, there's your probable cause. We're going to kick down your door. And boom, and, bad, and we, horrible things are happening. John, that was yeah. an enormously... Uh, intelligent response to all that, and I, I just really enjoy it when you come on the show and talk about this stuff because you give a really great perspective and do a great job. Thank you so much, John. No problem. All, all right, man. Talk all to right. you next week. Yeah. All right, we're going off to a break. Come with us uh, to the uh, to the next segment. We're going to have a fantastic conversation with the Gun Range San Diego. Welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. I'm Dave, and he is Michael Schwartz, sitting, well, he's not sitting in, it's just that Lance Belkey didn't make it today, and his wife took a little vacay. Hey, Trident Gunsmithing, 858-577-0576. Are you a, uh, a hunter? Well, let me tell you what, that's the place to go. Everything from gunsmithing to hunting schools, licenses, guns, you know, paraphernalia, clothing, gear, you name it. Trident Gunsmithing is your one-stop shop 
when it comes to hunting. So check them out, tridentgunsmithing.com, tridentgunsmithing.com. Hey, how can you make your AR rifle legal and keep your features? Well, if you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, uh, foregrip, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you're a, you are buying a new AR or need to make your current AR compliant, Cali Key is cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all these horrible California gun laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you could afford with Cali Key. Then check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. All right. Hey, this segment is brought to you by Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue. Open 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to www.thegunrangesandiego.com, thegunrangesandiego.com for all of your gun needs, whether it's training, purchasing, going to the range, you name it. They take care of everybody, and I mean everybody, everything from first-time shooters to seasoned shooters. They treat everybody equal, and that's why I call it the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. All right, we got our good buddy Casey on the line. Hey, Casey, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Uh, you know, just hanging in here. What are you talking about today? I was going to talk about, you know, battle site zeros and zeroing your optics or iron sights. Um, it's kind of a not an issue, but there's a lot of people come in that don't really know how to zero in their own weapon. So we're there to help them out and, you know, explain the process of it and what's a good rule of thumb with it. So it's a good topic for today. Okay, we're ready. All right. So when it comes to zeroing your weapon, depending on, you know, pistols are going to be a little bit different since most of them don't have adjustable sights. So it's pretty much just verifying that your rear sight is evenly spaced. Now everybody's different. Some people are, you know, right eye dominant or left eye dominant, and some people with glasses, they actually might have to adjust their rear sight a little bit to the right or left to correct for that. Now, when it comes to rifles, which is the main one I want to talk about, whether you're rocking iron sights or optics, first off, talking about your grouping. Now, it takes three shots minimum to make a group, because if you shoot one shot dead center and a second one slightly off, it could have just been a fluke. <laughs> but if you're using at least three shots, you're going to see, okay, two were in there, one little flyer, okay, I'm pretty sure I'm on from that one. And then it just goes into adjusting. So if you know, you're five clicks right or you know an inch right on your target, depending on how far away you are, it really goes into that. So we have a lot of questions and people that you know hit us up in here, you know, can I sight in my gun? Well, we're not going to sight it in for you, but we will definitely assist you. And as I said earlier, everybody has a different sight plane. If so. if I get a bullseye on my first shot, I just I I, I pack it up and go home. That's it. I, honestly, I do the same thing. You know, if I'm uh, if I'm out there, you know, uh, at my range, I'll have a hundred yard range. I'm be like, all right, first shot, bang, hit it. No, that's all skill. That, yeah. that wasn't just luck. It was skill. I'm that good. I ain't gonna shoot anymore. <laughs> when I pack it up and go home. But yeah, it's for it's for you know everybody. Everybody has that different sight plane on it. So when you get your new firearm, first thing to do is sight it in and. Here at the gun range, yes, we have a 25-yard range, so it's not the farthest, but we're all pretty skilled at it, and we have smaller targets that can simulate that 100-yard range or 300 meters, whatever you need, we can help it out. Well, if you sight, if you zero in an AR at 25, mm-hmm. you're, you're typically mm-hmm. dead on at 200 as well, right? Not necessarily. So with the ARs, uh, it depends on what type of object you're using, but you're going to have that bullet drop. 
200 yards isn't that far, but gravity takes an effect. So you're probably going to have to all Kentucky windage. Well, depends on what options you're using. I usually use red dots on my ARs just because that's what I'm just used to up close. But I usually hold the top edge of my targets at 200 yards. Sometimes that farther, you're going to have to hold a little bit higher. Now, some optics have a bullet drop compensator already on it so that you're set. But with normal red dots, it's just kind of Kentucky windage at that point. As long as you get it dead on at 25 to 50, within 100 yards, you'll be fine. After that, you're going to have to start adjusting for that elevation drop. And, of course, it varies on what, what, what you're going to do with your – you know, if it's a self-defense gun – you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be different from you know, Say a hunting rifle. A hunting rifle. You're exactly. going to you know your, your exactly. accuracy is going to change because if you if you miss a burglar at you know by one inch, you know you're you're you, you know, still missed him by one inch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So by, if you, you know. miss a burglar at one inch, you still miss the burglar, the guy that's coming at you. So right. that's the important thing about it is like, what is the purpose of this? If you're only going to be shooting at a hundred yards, hey, just do a twenty-five yard zero because you'll pretty much be on for that. When it comes to shotguns. You know, five to twenty-five yards, kind of harder to zero them in. But as long as you get used to your optics on it or the sights, you'll be good. Pistols, so, I mean, if you have match grade ones and adjusting on it, right. you're even better. So, so Casey, I guess what you're saying because I had to go pick up a guest downstairs, but I might have missed this. But so, if you if you do have a gun and you need to sight it in and you don't know how to do it, you can have that done at uh, Gun Range San Diego. Absolutely. Absolutely. We will be here to help you and assist you. We're going to teach you how to do it. You know, as I said, I can cite any gun for myself and it's not necessarily going to be on for you. Mm-hmm. But we're going to sit there and help you like, all right, let's get you on. Okay. Three shot group. You're an inch right. Let's crank it over a little bit. Give me three more. And then we usually get it dead on within, you know, 10 rounds or so. Gotcha. Gotcha. Not the hardest thing out there, but it's things that people need to learn, you know, because if we're not here, it's on you and it is your firearm. Well, so, and the and the big and the biggest problem is you got to practice. You can't mm-hmm. wait until an incident and somebody kicks your front door down. You know, the chances of you being, you know, pretty level headed and, and, and aiming is pretty nil because you're freaking out and you're somebody's coming in your house. But if you practice, practice, practice then shooting becomes a second nature. Absolutely. It is. Shooting is a perishable skill. You know, if you don't pick pick up your gun once a month and do five rounds out of it, you're really not doing yourself any justice because when it comes down to it, you're going to be fumbling. You're just going to get it in a different state that adrenaline is rushing. So Mm -hmm. we encourage people to take classes around here. You know, we are indoor range. There's limited stuff we can do, but there are carbine courses, shotgun courses, Mm-hmm. around that you can actually go to and they're going to put you through like little stress shoots and whatnot to make you run that 50 yards and have to engage a target at 25 because yes yeah, shooting in a gun range is good you know practicing for precision but in a real world situation your heart is pumping mm-hmm. so, i mean i can go in there you know scare people while they're shooting if they want that i'll i'll, I'll try that out <laughs> yeah right and i'm getting We're shot in the foot <laughs> uh, yeah 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 i'm trying to avoid that we yeah that that's kind of stuff in here, but that stuff hurts. It's always good times. But, but you know, uh, you're absolutely right. You know, and it's 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 you got you, you know you can't just you know buy a gun, put it in the in the drawer, and think okay now you're safe. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that's actually one of the big things that people do. They're like, yeah, I bought this gun six months ago, and I've never shot it. Like, well, okay. don't don't you get a kick out of the fact that they're bragging? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've never <laughs> shot this gun before. I'm like, okay, if it's a collector's piece, I understand that. Yeah. But when you have a Glock 19 that you're bragging about that you've never shot, yeah. 
Why'd you buy it? Like, uh, Why'd you buy it? You just looking for a paperweight? I got something over here that'll work just exactly. as well. It's called yeah, a rock. You're just going to sit there to look cool and post pictures on the social media. I'm telling you. It's so funny. But, <laughs> you know, now with the new management in the state of California, are you, mm-hmm. are you seeing an uptick in business? Um, it, it is a slight uptick. You know, right when right when the new management came in, it went up skyrocketing. Uh-huh. But now it's kind of it's keeping kind of steady right now. But it has ups and downs on various days. Like on one day we're selling you know seven or eight guns, and one day and the other day we're selling two. So it goes up and down. But the the uptick on it has been pretty decent. A lot of people we see a lot of uh, ARs and shotguns going out right now. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. And I think the whole. Uh, the whole assault weapons ban of 2019 is kind of scaring everybody now. We're just like, oh, you should probably get this one in again. Just uh, I see. Fine, you mean Feinstein's right proposal on the federal level is, is starting to? Uh, yeah. Boy, I'm telling you. It, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, none of these gun laws in California make sense because criminals don't obey laws. I mean, yeah. we try to tell that them over time and I was listening earlier it's scientifically proven through multiple universities and multiple studies that these gun laws literally do nothing right they don't they just incriminalize all the law-abiding citizens and tie our hands for when the bad guy comes that's right and the bad guy is so happy that California is doing what they're doing because like I mentioned to John uh, on the last interview you know California is a test bed if we can get oh, it through in California then the rest of the states are going to jump on board because now we've done all the hard work to get the law in effect. Now the rest mm-hmm. of the states just pick it up and say, hey, California's doing it. But they don't have any proof right. that it does anything. They, they stop short of selling the law. You know, they don't say, well, hey, and by the way, by us enacting this law, this was the end result. There is no end result. Right. Yeah. And, and you see all these laws and these, you know, the fine scenes bill and stuff like that. Like the rest of the states are looking around like, oh. You know, they're getting pretty smashed at that, and everything's going through. So uh, what's going to stop us from being next? Sure. You know, it's, it's all going to trickle across. Without so we've got to nip in the bud when we can, get everybody back to the polls, and just write your congressman, call your congressman, congresswoman, just get it out there. Like, we will not stand for this anymore. Well, we first have to fix voter fraud. Once we fix voter fraud, then we might have a chance. But enough, <laughs> de- But enough dead people voted this year. You know. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and where did yeah, Feinstein start? Dead people are like multiple votes from multiple people yeah. that are supposed to be dead or not even allowed to vote. But here we are. Yeah. And it's just gushed under the rug like, oh, it's okay. You know, we'll fix it next time. Well, no. No. No, we'll fix that now. What were you going to say, Mike? Uh, where did Feinstein start? She started on yeah. San Francisco's city council. It's actually their county board. It's a county and a city in one. But she started in local politics. And here she's been a... An enormous thorn on our side right. for decades. You know, that could have been nipped in the bud decades ago. If we would have realized where, where her head was. Right. Yeah. Well, and this is why we support the local this is why we support local politicians and we don't even care what their affiliation is. You know? Yep. We want to be able to hold yep. their feet to the fire and you know, gun guns uh uh San Diego County gun owners has done a phenomenal job vetting, you know, these politicians. And making even our sheriff kind of open his eyes and realize, you know, kind of like how the cow eats the cabbage. Hey, any gun specials exactly. going on down there, Budsky? Uh, we got our ammo going on. We got that 9 mil bulk thing. It's 100 bucks for 500 rounds of brand new ammo. It's not reman. It's just brand new factory ammo. Same thing with two, two, three, forty-five. 
pretty much any pole camo, just come in, we got it for you. Right, and then cool. uh, after that, we got Shot Show coming up. So I'm going to be going out to Shot Show, and nice. so just tune into our social media. We're going to be posting everything that we see, all the new stuff that we can get in California, and I'll try to stay away from the stuff we can't get here because I don't want to break any hearts. Yeah, don't do that. All right, buddy. Thank you very much, <laughs> folks. That is the Gun Range San Diego, the Gun Range San Diego. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. This is FM 961 AM 1170, The all right folks welcome this is gun sports radio right here on fm 961 am 1170 we are the answer hey do you or any of your family uh, keep a taser pepper spray firearm or other weapons for personal protection do you have or are you going to get a ccw well, if you're involved in an incident, what is your plan to pay for bail and the expensive lawyer costs? Talk to your uh, good folks at Firearms Legal Protection for less than $10 a month. You'll have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is there for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com or call them at 844-357-9400. That's firearmslegal.com. All right. The segment everybody has been waiting for. It's to stump my nephew, Sam the Gunman. Sam, are you there? Yep. How you doing, Budski? Um, I'm good. It snowed several inches today. I don't know how much. Um, I just shoveled my driveway, and then it snowed again, so I'm going to have to shovel it again. <laughs> Welcome to the East Coast. Yeah. That's all right, it. Sam. All right, we're ready for you. You ready for this one? This is a good one. Uh, I don't like the way you say this is a good one, so <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so Joanne from National City writes in, and she wants to know if you know what the oldest gun company in the world is. So this so this is a gun company that's that's in existence right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what's not not the first company to ever make guns, but what currently is the oldest gun company in the world? And for extra credit, do you know what what year, approximately what year they were established? Okay, Joanne from National City was that? Yes. Um that's a really interesting question. Um to the best of my knowledge, uh I believe the oldest continuously operating firearm company in the world is Beretta, who have been producing firearms since sometime in the 1500s, I think 1581 or something like that. The oldest gun company in the world, established in 1526, Beretta. Bingo. Awesome job. Awesome job. How did you know that? Like, where did you come across that? Yeah, he didn't even have time to Google it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just sort of picked these things up. It's called sticks like glue. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm right there with you, brother. But see, on my world, it's automotive. You know, a classic car or vintage this or vintage that. You know, I can sit there and, and just rattle off car stuff just like you rattle off gun stuff. But uh, and, and Beretta, and that's been continual. But didn't they have a few war contracts? Is that what helped keep them alive and well? Um, I can't speak to their business strategies over the past 500 years, but that seems like a pretty likely, uh, pretty likely thing. They've been a supplier for military arms for, of course, centuries. Well, and speaking of, uh, uh, well, of course, they're 90, excuse me, 
their 92, uh, their pistol, their 9 millimeter 92 uh, uh, FS has been uh, the standard issue in the military for, for a couple decades now. So I'm sure that put a couple of bucks in there. Their coffers. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, um, we're working on Sam, Dave. We're working on getting Sam out to the charity shoot at Front Sight uh, for, to do the four-day uh, handgun. So, hey, that's way better than gun prom, buddy. Let me tell you. I'd much rather go to Front Sight than go to the gun prom. So we're working on getting that all taken care of. Hey, I wanted an update on the rifle that you're working on. He, he got a rifle, and on the stock is a pool noodle. Uh, somebody let him said, "Hey, here's a project for you to restore this this rifle," and he sent me a picture of it. And I said, "What is that on the stock? You know, on the comb where you put your? Yeah. It is a a pool noodle put, attached with zip ties. You know what I'm talking about? A pool noodle, those floaty yeah. tubes for yeah. So he's redoing this whole thing. He didn't put it on there. He's going to have to restore this rifle. But Sam, how's that project going? Um, sorry to let you down, but, uh, unfortunately I haven't completed the transfer process yet. Um, I'm going to have to get that done soon, but, um, right now I'm, I'm trying to find, um, well, first I'm, I'm really trying to figure out what exactly I'm going to do first. I know it's going to need a new top cover, but I don't know if I want to keep it in that, um, in that polymer chassis for some time, or if I want to immediately replace it with wood. What was the original? Wood. And what's this pool noodle he's talking about? <laughs> it um, the the chassis it's in has um, I I looked up the the brand and it comes with an adjustable cheek riser, but it looks like the um, the previous or I guess current owner of it um, wanted a little bit more height on that, mm. so he did the uh, the field expedient solution and he zip tied some cut up pieces of pool noodle on it to give uh, proper cheek height as he desired. That is quick. Well, you're right. What did you do? The field expedient version? Yeah, that's the field expedient <laughs> version. Use what you've got. Yeah. And now you've never restored a, a rifle before, right? This is going to be a first time project for you. Yeah, well. That's awesome, man. Good for you for tackling that. I think that's very neat. It'll be interesting. What are you going to do with it when you get done? Shoot it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what year is it? Um, this one was made uh, in in China by Norinco for the civilian market and imported. Um, I didn't get. I didn't look up the serial number, but um, I believe it was imported sometime in the eighties, back when you could still do that. Oh wow. That's awesome. It was a civilian rifle from the beginning, but um, I mean, they they made them to to basically the same specs as they had made the military ones in a few decades prior. What what ammo does it fire? Seven six two by thirty nine. Okay, that'll be fun. Yeah, you can get spam tins of a thousand rounds for you know twenty four cents a round. Wow, that's the the Russian thirty caliber NATO round. Is that is that what that is? It's the um, the it's the cartridge the Soviet Union developed for the RPD and the SKS back in the forties. Hmm. It's an intermediate. All right. Well, you'll have to send a picture. Or are you gonna maybe if you get it done in time, can you bring it out to front site? Um, I don't know about the rules on that. Probably not. Yeah, it's, probably um, not. Long. Well, yeah. send us a picture. We got to get cracking. We got to. Figure out all the logistics to get you out to front side. I, w- I want you to, to come out. That's going to be a lot of fun. Got to find somebody who's I got some frequent really flyer miles. There. there you go. There you go. All right, buddy. Hey, it's always good talking to you. And uh, 
go out there and shovel some snow, will you? <laughs> As always, thanks for having me on. Our pleasure. Good work, Sam. All right. Thanks. Hey, so Beretta. Sandy, Beretta from 1526. That was right. amazing. San Diego County gun owners. You got a party starting this week. We do. We just rolled it out. It's on May the 4th, Star Wars Day, right? May the 4th. Oh, I thought something you. next week. Uh, well, this week and, we have our meetings. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. So we this week we have our meetings. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are our monthly meetings. You know, we have it in three different locations in the county to make it easy for people. So Tuesday is at uh, Gunfighter Tactical, and Gunfighter's donating a pistol. It's actually a very cool pistol. It's a, a 1911 Springfield in 9mm, which is very rare. You know, wow. usually a 1911's in 45. So all you have to do is show up, and you get a ticket for the drawing. It's totally wow. free. We're providing, uh, you know, dinner. We're going to have, I don't know, pizzas or something. Sure. And, uh, of course, Desiree, our first guest, is going to be there as our guest speaker. So we're kicking off the new year right. Where, where's, where's Gunfighter Tactical? Gunfighter Tactical is on Miramar. Um, and uh, be there at 6. The meeting starts at 6.30. Uh, 6 to 6.30, you meet, greet, and eat. And then 6.30, we'll kick off the business meeting, and you'll get to hear our, our guest speaker. And then we'll do the drawing for the gun. And then- that's Tuesday. That's Tuesday. Where Wednesday, Wednesday. Yep. Wednesday we're doing, you know, we do three meetings, identical agenda. Wednesday uh, is at Cal Customs in, in Fallbrook. Again, 6 o'clock, uh, come on down for the food. 6.30 we start the business meeting. And then Thursday is at the uh, Outback Steakhouse in Chula Vista. Which I think it's technically Bonita. But all that information can be found on our website, com. And if, you, if you're not getting our email yet, uh, you can also sign up to get our email. And if you're not a member yet, you can join online. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. You know, we signed up. So we're at about 1,300 members. And uh, you were asking me last week how many we signed up in 2018. I didn't have the answer for you. It's 627 members signed up just in the year 2018. Wow. Isn't that amazing? That is totally amazing. That's like half our membership signed up in 2018. Wow. Well, I think it has a lot to do with you. Getting the word out, being on KUSI, being at the gun shows at Del Mar. Yeah. The old gun show at Del Mar. The old gun show da, at Del Mar. Da, da, da. <laughs> and radio probably didn't hurt either. So I don't see any of these places in Alpine. I don't know. I, <laughs> hold on a second. Let me look one more time. We got Miramar Road. <laughs> we got Fallbrook. And we got Chula Vista. So, all right, next month we're going to host it in your backyard. Hey, wake works for me. I got the dogs <laughs> and the barbecue. We could be rocking and rolling. No, but seriously, folks, for $10 a month, you can join San Diego County gun owners. And, and what are the benefits? Benefits are, uh, you know, you, you get a, um, a, you know, a membership card. We're actually working on an electronic membership card. You know, we do stuff like uh, members only barbecues. Um, shoots. Uh, shoots, different shoots, that kind of thing, educational. But really what you're doing, and all that's neat, all that's great, yeah. uh, but really what you're doing is you're supporting an organization that's your voice in the media, you know, it allows us to uh, rate the different politicians and get them elected. Right. Um, that's our ultimate goal is to get the right people elected. And that's a, a full-time job just in itself. It's a full-time job in itself, but I, I call you that 10 bucks a month, it's Second Amendment insurance. Yeah. It's really and, what and, it is. And folks, if you lose your Second Amendment, don't come crying to us if you didn't join for $10 a month. Because you can't buy breakfast, lunch, or dinner 
for $10 a month. Not anymore. So buy peace of mind, buy some security for your family. And don't forget to tell everybody about Gun Sports Radio. Thanks a lot, but don't go anywhere. Next guest coming up, we're going to talk about the Gazelle Rally for Women Only. Right here on 96.1 FM, AM 1170. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.